the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily, for that introduction. I'm Mac McCoy, along with co-host Delmar Austin. And it is another The View from a Pew. And I, I say that slowly because I want you to remember how that sounds. There are a lot of other uh, podcasts and programs and um, some charities that are some form of The View from a Pew. Some don't use the, they switch the A around, which is okay. I don't have any claim on that uh, title. Oh, maybe I do. I copyrighted it. Anyway, doesn't matter. So we're glad to see you here. We think this week is going to be a wonderful week, uh, and it certainly is current. And what does the Bible say about? Well, about Israel and the Palestinians. This is a, a major event that's taking place in the world today, the conflict that's going on. And, you know, Mac, it was surprising to me. You talked about it. You said, you know, we really ought to address it. And I looked in the Bible, and I said, wow, there is a bunch more here in the Bible than I really thought. Yeah. Well, it's, um, um, as I think I told you uh, last week, um, this thing over there is really impacting me for some reason. Yeah. Uh, emotionally. And not, not with anger, but with sadness. Yes, because I am afraid some dillywad is going to push the button. Yeah. And um, I hope that doesn't happen. But anyway, we'll talk about it today. What does the Bible say about Israel and the Palestines? And my co-host, Pastor Delmar Austin, take it away. Okay. Well, you know, we were very deeply saddened when this event began, when the uh, attack came from Hamas, uh, against Israeli people, and also the response uh, with Israel responding against that, which I believe they needed to do uh, against that attack against them. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not only divided the land of Israel, but it has divided the world. The world is involved in this, too. Uh, just last Saturday, uh, after I left my church, just a few blocks away, there is, on the street corner, there is a protest that is going on uh, about uh, Palestinians being Christians or being, being killed. And, and the thing is, I've been to Israel. I've been to Israel several times. I have people that I know that are Jewish Christians that are there. Yeah. I have people that I know that are Palestinian Christians yeah. that are there. I, I wish them uh, all well and I hate to see this violence taking place, but we need to take a look from a biblical standpoint. So this is what my parents would say. One more problem in the Middle East, it goes back to Abraham and two sons, right? Abraham has two sons, Ishmael and Isaac, and Ishmael was not the child of the promise. He was the child where Abraham is trying to fulfill the promises of God on his own, and it doesn't work out right. And, uh, but at the same time, even though this happens this way, 
God responds, and uh, Ishmael is Hagar is promised that Ishmael will be the leader of, of a great number of people, and indeed that's what happens. But now think a little bit into the history of what took place hundreds of years after the time of Abraham, even hundreds of years past the time of Jesus. The land of Israel becomes controlled by Muslims. Why? Because now there is a new religion, the religion of Islam. And uh, after they are created, just shortly, they take over the land, and Jerusalem has become a sacred site to them because Muhammad claims that uh, he went to, went re, was received into heaven from that site in Jerusalem. So that's, that's now a very uh, holy site. And uh, so there, is, there, are, there are feelings among many people in the world, Jews, Christians, and Muslims, about, you know, this ought to be our land. This shouldn't be anybody else's. This should be ours. So there, there is continual struggle that goes on for the land. Uh, we could go into a lot of history, but in at the time of World War I in the last century, uh, the Ottoman Empire, who's controlling the land at that time, uh, falls during that time. Britain takes over the land of Israel, and they decide this should be a national home for the Jewish people. And they set out some kind of declaration to say this is what uh, the way that things should be. Now, slowly... Uh, some of that begins to happen, but it doesn't really happen until after World War II when, when the Jewish Europeans have gone through uh, the Holocaust and those that have survived are wanting a homeland. And so they are coming uh, to the land of Israel, the land of Palestine, to create this new homeland. And uh, uh, there is there's violence against them doing this and they, they strike out, they unite together, and they are successful in claiming uh, the Palestinian land. 80% of the people that were there, Palestinians, flee during that time. So it becomes a, a nation that is established for the sake of, of Jewish people. But there are still two concentrations of Palestinian people on the West Bank and in Gaza, and uh, they are determined to fight back. <laughs> it's my understanding that Palestine or pa Palestinians or whatever um, never had uh, any type of uh, that this land could belong to them. It's always something they wanted, but it wasn't. It, God gave this land to Israel in the beginning, and the Palestinians just keep wanting it back, or they're not back. They just want it because of, well, the same reason Jews want it. It's a holy place. Well, and, and uh, people uh, that are called Palestinians, most of them Muslims, uh, have, have been there for centuries, too. So, so you have that. Israel, uh, the, the people of Israel were there for centuries, but then after, uh, after 70 A.D., Jerusalem is destroyed, yeah. and uh, the Jewish people are basically out of the land, and Palestinians have been there for, uh, for many, many years. But 
I'd like to think back of the story of Abraham and Ishmael for, for just a second. You remember that um, uh, Abraham has tried to take control of everything. He thinks he's never going to have a child, so he's got to produce a child somehow. Sarah is involved in this whole process. Hagar is the servant of Sarah. Abraham takes her as a wife, and of course, she becomes pregnant, and Ishmael will be her child. Here's what happens. Hagar runs away at one point because she's being mistreated by Sarah, and the Lord... So Sarah did, didn't give him permission to do this thing? Sarah did give permission. It was her idea, in fact. Okay. Which was, uh, uh, she was trying to make her husband happy, I'm sure. But um, it, it turns out wrong. And uh, here's what God says to Hagar. When he's speaking to her, when she has run away into the desert, he says, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. This is a prophecy that has clearly come true. Here is Ishmael in the Middle East who has generations of, uh, of descendants who create a huge amount of of uh, conflict and turmoil uh, in the area of the Middle East. As long as you and I have been around Mac, there's been a terrible struggle that's gone on in the Middle East. This is what God predicts, not just in our lifetime, but through history, that this trouble and strife would go on. Now, does that mean on back in 70 A.D. and then on in 95 A.D.? and Or is this just basically uh, the last 500 years? Well, it's, it's really gone on through history. Okay. And uh, without getting into a lot of historical details on that, but I believe it has gone through history. And God is just saying, not that there has not been conflict and turmoil in other places in the world, but definitely in connection with Ishmael and his descendants, there would be this conflict. There would be all this turmoil and warfare that goes on. And uh, Psalm 83 gives you a little bit of a hint as to why why a lot of this turmoil went on. Psalm 83, the psalmist is saying, they have taken crafty counsel against your people. Who has taken crafty counsel? The enemies of Israel. They have taken crafty counsel and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. (laughs) That's what the enemies are saying. God predicts these things way ahead of time, talking about what is going to happen. There have You think about Israel today. Israel's sitting in this little spot and is oh, surrounded man. by nations yeah. that are strongly Islamic and strongly uh, against the right for, uh, yeah. uh, for Israel to uh, remain the way that she is. It kind of means um, uh, the duck is sitting in the middle and it's all alone. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, that, that has been the story that we have seen play out uh, just uh, too many times. Um, so, 
So what kind of scenario can we find when we go to Scripture? Scripture tells about what's going to happen, but what kind of scenario do we see being fulfilled? What is the Bible trying to say? Well, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but on Wednesday, Wednesday we're going to come back again, and we're going to talk about uh, does, does Israel have a biblical right to that land, that land of, of uh, Palestine that they live in. All right. Well, I want to thank you for uh, turning on your local radio station, or maybe you're listening to this on a podcast. Uh, maybe, uh, uh, well, we've got a new platform that we're about ready to announce. We're not ready to announce it yet, uh, but I'll give you a hint. It's really cool, and, and most of you have the uh, capabilities of getting it. But meanwhile, go to any podcast site that you uh, listen to your podcasts on and just search for The View from a Pew, and that's where we'll be and all the shows that we do right there. All right, tomorrow's the Roman Road. When we come back, what does the Bible say about Israel having a biblical right to the land of Palestine? It's what the Bible says. That's what we do here at The View from a Pew. And thanks to Divine Truth Christian Store for all their support. Appreciate it. Go online and get what you need. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.